Section 58 of A History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joseph Tabler. A History of the Inquisition of Spain, Volume 3, by Henry Charles Lay. Book 8, Chapter 4, Part 6. Spheres of Action, Censorship. The examination of all the books accumulated in Spain was a formidable undertaking, but it was attempted to the discomfiture of all men of culture and learning, and the raising of innumerable questions which gave ample occupation to the Suprema. A specimen of this is found in the report of Fray Pedro de Quintanilla of Valladolid concerning books in his hands belonging to Bartolome de Robles, a prominent bookseller. Most of these, he says, are of Erasmus, such as the Adagia, Paraphrases, and Annotaciones, which are not prohibited, and he thinks may be returned to the owner, to which the response is that books of Erasmus, not in the index, may be returned. Then there is Conrad Gessner, de Piscibus et de Avibus, containing only the painted bird and fish, which he thinks may be returned, which is assented to. Then there is a book called Petrus Galatinus, containing a tract de arte cabalistica. If this were removed, some who have examined it say that the rest is good, to which the reply was to take out the cabalistic tract and return the book. Then there are other books which have prologues or annotations by heretics, and he thinks that if the names of such authors were blotted out, the books might be returned, as to which he was told to specify the books. We can readily conceive the exasperation caused by this laborious and meddlesome trifling, and its repressive influence on the studies of the learned. All this was in furtherance of a savage pragmatica, evidently motived by the Lutheran scare. It was issued September 7, 1558, by the Infanta Juana in the name of Philip II, and shows that the civil power cooperated with the Inquisition while providing an effective machinery for a state censorship. It recited that, in spite of the law of 1502 and the labors of inquisitors and bishops, there were many heretical works in circulation, and that foreign heretics were making great efforts thus to disseminate their doctrines, while there were also many useless and immoral books, so that the Cortes had petitioned for a remedy. It was therefore ordered, under, under penalty of death and confiscation, that no bookseller or other person should sell or keep any book condemned by the Inquisition, and all such books should be publicly burnt. The index of prohibited books must be printed, and every bookseller must keep a copy exposed where the public could consult it. No books in romance printed abroad, even in the kingdoms of Aragon, were to be imported under the same terrible penalty, unless they had a printed license from the royal council. But books in romance, previously printed abroad and not prohibited by the Inquisition, were to be presented to the local magistrates, who were to send lists of them to the royal council for decision. 
pending which they were not to be kept for sale under pain of confiscation and exile moreover a general inspection was ordered of all books in the kingdom those in bookshops and private libraries by the bishops in conjunction with royal officials and universities and those in religious houses by the superiors of the orders everything regarded as suspicious or immoral was to be sequestrated until judgment should be passed upon it by the royal council and this was to be repeated annually existing and foreign books being thus provided for a stringent censorship of the press was organized death and confiscation were decreed for any one who should give out for printing a book without first submitting it to the royal council for examination when if found unobjectionable a license would be issued to prevent alterations every page of the manuscript must be signed by a secretary of the royal chamber who must rubricate every correction and state at the end the number of pages and corrections after printing the manuscript must be returned with one or two printed copies for comparison every book must have in front the license the tassa or price at which it was sold the privilege if there was one and the names of author printer and place of publication new editions were subject to the same regulations but legal documents and official papers of the inquisition and the cruzada indulgence were accepted even writing was subjected to the same restrictions as printing for death and confiscation were threatened for all who should own or exhibit to others a manuscript on any religious subject without submitting it to the council which should either license it or destroy it this ferocious law was confirmed in sixteen twenty seven by philip the fourth and remained unrepealed until the revolution its enforcement being rigorously enjoined by carlos the fourth in eighteen o four that any one suffered death for its violation is unlikely and inquisitorial trials of theologians show that they accumulated masses of papers on religious subjects without thought of submitting them to the royal council but the impediments which it threw in the way of authorship were rigidly enforced and cooperated with the inquisition in exercising a most repressive influence on the intellectual progress of spain it was not difficult to secure from the papacy its aid in rendering this censorship effective the suprema in its letter of september nine fifteen fifty eight to paul the fourth respecting the lutheran development called attention to the negligence of confessors in requiring their penitents to surrender prohibited books and to denounce offenders and paul in a brief of january five fifteen fifty nine commanded all confessors in the spanish dominions to inquire of penitents whether they owned or read such works or knew of any one owning or printing or selling them when absolution was to be refused unless the books were surrendered or the culprits denounced for obedience to this on the part of confessors remission of sins was promised while negligence was threatened with fines deprivation of functions and benefice and disability for reinstatement penalties which were discretional with the inquisitor-general 
thus papal royal and inquisitorial powers were concentrated in the effort to purify the land of heretical literature by the edicts of faith and by the confessional the whole population was enlisted as spies and informers on those who contravened the prohibitions which rapidly succeeded each other in the inquisitorial edicts and all readers of books were required to denounce any passages which might seem to them suspicious or offensive it is probably to this latter source that are attributable most of the incredibly trivial expurgations with which the later indexes are burdened how it sometimes fared with authors indubitably orthodox but careless in expression is exemplified in the case of the maestro fray hernando de santiago who in fifteen ninety seven published at salamanca of course after the preliminary censorship his consideraciones sobre todos los domingos y fiestas de la cuaresma it was denounced to the inquisition as containing some heretical propositions and many that were erroneous and scandalous the toledo tribunal summoned him and after examination voted to suspend his case with a reprimand and order to be reticent in his sermons and to write no more scandalous books which was an admission that the work contained nothing especially objectionable the suprema however set the vote aside and ordered his trial to be vigorously pushed and all his papers to be seized a struggle prolonged until sixteen o two ensued over an infinite number of expressions to which the calificadores took exception resulting in his being severely reprimanded in the presence of representatives of all the religious orders with banishment from castile and suspension from preaching for three years the first year of which was to be passed in reclusion in the monastery of cuenca as a penitent from his book were to be expurgated all the passages noted as objectionable by the calificadores and the list of these as printed in the indexes is formidable in length rather than in quality for captious criticism had wreaked itself on the minutest points it was justified in correcting Asser king of persia to Asser king of assyria possibly also in altering the day when peter renounced christ to denied christ but only slavish adulation could require that the day when a tyrant king should be changed to tyrant captain still the indomitable maestro was not silenced for in the following year sixteen o three he issued another book consideraciones sobre los evangelios de los santos for which he escaped prosecution though his book likewise found its way into the index with however a small array of expurgations inquisitorial censorship it will thus be seen by no means confined itself to suppressing the works of foreign heretics for which it was primarily instituted had it done so it would have exercised a sufficiently benumbing influence on spanish intelligence for it excluded many works because of their authors rather than of their contents and it never was able to settle definitely the troublesome questions arising from works of high scientific and intellectual merit in which the authorship or an occasional passage might offend the hypersensitiveness 
so zealously cultivated this was sufficiently restrictive on culture not only in itself but in the obstruction which as we shall see it imposed on the introduction of all books from abroad but even more unfortunate in its influence was the censorship extended over the whole field of native literature interposing barriers on authorship seeking publicity and exposing even the most orthodox writers to the danger of seeing their works suppressed or to the humiliation of having them disfigured with blotted passages in which the perverse ingenuity of some theological expert might detect possible danger to the unwary yet to do the spanish inquisition justice in this it was more considerate than the roman censorship in fifteen sixty four appeared the index of pius the fourth known as the tridentine index this is the basis of all succeeding roman indexes which are strictly of prohibited books that is all books to which exception of any kind could be taken were prohibited whether their errors were systematic or only occasional no indication was given as to what were the objectionable points although the author by humble supplication to the congregation of the index might obtain information and reprint his book with corrections at the risk of its being again prohibited the spanish inquisition was more laborious for it prepared expurgatory indexes in which when books were not absolutely prohibited the objectionable passages were designated and when these were borrado or blotted out the book could be circulated working thus on different lines there was little harmony between spain and the holy see in fact as we shall occasion to observe the inquisition asserted entire independence of the roman censorship disregarding its prohibitions and issuing its own without reference to rome this commenced early as is shown in some curiously contradictory utterances in fifteen sixty eight respecting the tridentine index february seventh a carta acordada orders the observance of the spanish index of fifteen fifty nine then another of june fourteenth recites that the tridentine index is not observed and that persons are using books prohibited in it wherefore inquisitors are to order it to be obeyed and to tell preachers to urge this from their pulpits finally a third carta a fortnight later on june twenty ninth practically revokes this by commanding that the index of fifteen fifty nine is the only one to be followed what between the activity of the press the widening knowledge of heretical literature and the increasing sensitiveness of criticism the work promised to be endless and preparations were soon under way for the preparation of a new index the labor proved to be no light one the tribunals the prelates and the universities were called upon for information as this was received it was sent to maestro francisco sancho who selected from the university of salamanca a junta to frame from these materials the new index then sancho left salamanca and recommended as his successor his assistant dr diego de vera the suprema grew impatient and in a letter of december sixth 
1572 it charged the theologians of the university with the prosecution of the work in view of its importance and the urgency of speedy completion it was to be preferred to all other business and was to be pushed forward unremittingly they doubtless labored conscientiously and disputed zealously but the result was still far off in fifteen seventy four we hear that the index was expected to be completed shortly in fifteen seventy five the licenciado velarde in charge of the matter was urged to complete it in fifteen seventy eight it was so far advanced that it was submitted to the universities for their revision and in fifteen seventy nine they were asked for their opinions on the general rules drawn up to accompany it still there was delay for the outcome of this careful and prolonged labor was a vast increase over previous indexes appearing in two volumes known as the indexes of quiroja the inquisitor general the first was an index of prohibited books issued in fifteen eighty three consisting mostly of the names of authors all of whose works were forbidden this was followed in fifteen eighty four by an expurgatory index the first of its kind giving the expurgations necessary to render current the works enumerated a carta acordada of october sixteenth contained directions for the enforcement of its prescriptions although it had been published in the principal towns it was to be published again on a sunday or feast day after convoking the people by proclamation when it was to be read after the sermon in the same way as the edict of faith the preacher was to announce that all persons having prohibited books were to deliver them at once to the tribunal or to a person designated in each town those having books to be expurgated could do so in their own houses but within six months must submit them to the said persons for approval and signing without which they would not be considered as expurgated obedience seems to have been slack on june thirteenth fifteen eighty five the time limit was extended for four months then successive prorogations followed and in fifteen eighty seven a further delay was accorded until the end of fifteen eighty eight the business was as interminable as the labors of the denides already in fifteen eighty six the theological faculties of salamanca alcala and valladolid were informed that omissions had been reported and they were asked to assemble and consider what should be done in 1594 we hear of preparations on foot for another index and dr neroni abbot of alcala was instructed to form a junta of doctors and masters competent for the work progress however was interrupted by the strife which arose between the dominicans and the jesuits over the propositions of molina and the insoluble questions connected with sufficing and efficacious grace the correspondence on the subject was continuous and voluminous all the theologians of spain who were numerous and highly vocal were involved in a prodigious uproar which monopolized the energies of the censorship even the inquisition was powerless to restore peace between the raging factions and in fifteen ninety eight the strictest orders were sent to all the universities forbidding debate or discussion on the subject and any allusion to it in lectures 
yet the tempest continued to growl and even in sixteen twelve we find an edict concerning it still the work was making progress with enormous labor we happen to learn that in fifteen ninety six the tribunal of mercia was instructed to confide to dr arce and his brother the expurgation of theodore zwinger's theatrum vitae humanae an enormous work in eight folio volumes published in basel in fifteen sixty five how long they were engaged upon the task may be inferred from the fact that in sixteen ten the tribunal was ordered to give to padre arce the copy of the book on which he had labored and the result appears in thirty-eight pages of the index occupied by his expurgations in sixteen o five we find commissions granted to sundry calificadores to take from the bookshops whatever books they needed for examination a junta was formed probably in sixteen o eight the members of which received the liberal salary of a ducat a day and in sixteen ten lists of books were sent to all the tribunals with instructions to submit them to learned men for consideration the expenditure was large for it was not until sixteen twelve that the new index known by the name of sandoval y rojas the inquisitor-general saw the light it was both a prohibitory and an expurgatory index in one stout volume End of section fifty eight